oh, you want to find out what that more importantly is? Head over to Majorspoilers.com and check out the uh, the Legion Clubhouse. It's a show that's now almost 35 episodes in. Holy cow, thanks to great people like you. So many other cool things at Majorspoilers.com. <laughs> Friday, Friday before a three-day holiday, there's no excuse for you not being here today, I'm still at work, no you're not at work, you're goofing off, you're playing around, get in the chat, youtube.com or twitch.tv slash major spoilers, and let's talk. Friday, Friday, Friday. Got four people in the chat. Finally, Friday is being brought to you this week by Major Spoilers VIP and Patreon members from around the world. Literally, around the world. Figuratively. I'm pretty sure it's literally, but regardless, you can show your support. Become a patron. Get us to our next goal, which means more cool stuff for you by heading to patreon.com slash major spoilers and becoming a member today. It's Friday. Finally Friday. Hey, everyone. It's Steven Schleicher. Glad you could be with us this week. I just clicked the wrong music. I'm just not even going to try to... Just going to turn into that into that skid. Make it work. Hey, how you doing? Look at that chat room full of Dr. Bradley Wills and Super Pumpkin Heads and Nate Olson's and Marshall's. All those guys are in the chat today. Hanging out, making life cool. Oh, I see there's been an update. There's been an update to the OBS. That's why things are doing what they're doing. I'll be honest, I don't have a lot to talk about today. I mean, do we want to continually rehash the same thing again and again and again every week? It seems like this horrible cycle is all we are ever talking about. I, I just, I guess I'll just say this. Because I've had this conversation with people many times this week. And, well, let me, let me backtrack. So I was approached by this nice young man who wanted to just have a conversation and be friendly. And he came up to me and he's all week long has been talking about nothing but Magic the Gathering and how awesome Magic the Gathering is. And I think many of you already know my stand on Magic the Gathering. But he came up to me and he goes, oh, I, I just need to ask you a serious question. I'm like, okay. What do you think of Magic the Gathering? And I said, well, I understand a lot of people, a lot of people play Magic the Gathering. I understand the game. I know what makes the game work. And I know why so many people love the game. Magic the Gathering is just not for me. Well, why not? Well, for one reason, I don't like spending hundreds and hundreds and maybe thousands of dollars trying to build a deck only to have my my hash handed to me by Rodrigo Lopez or Rob 
And then I have to go spend even hundreds of more dollars trying to build my deck up to beat them, in which case they just beat. It's this never-ending battle of trying to build this perfect deck and spending all of this money. Only then to have the parent company Wizards of the Coast say, okay, now these, these cards are retired and you're just like, ah! Oh, but Magic the Gathering is so much fun. I'm like, yes, I know, I understand. I just don't like the deck building aspect of it. Oh, I love the min-maxing, I know. And lots of people do love the min-maxing, and that's great, and that's wonderful. I'm glad you enjoy doing that. The game is unfortunately just not for me. Yeah, but Magic the Gathering is just like so cool. Yes, yes, I understand, but... And this is the part where I could see his poor heart just crack in two. I've got witnesses to this, too. <laughs> the boy was there and witnessed all of this. I said to him, I know you love it, and it's great that you love Magic the Gathering, and I'm glad millions of people love Magic the Gathering, but nothing you can say or do will convince me that I will enjoy Magic the Gathering, because I've played it, I've gone through the cycle, I know how the money grab works, and no matter what you say, it's just not for me and you're not going to convince me otherwise. I'm glad that it's for you, though. And he got angry, red-faced, put on his headphones, turned around and just walked away. And I felt really bad for him because he's just been doing nothing but talking about Magic the Gathering and how wonderful Magic the Gathering is. And I know Magic the Gathering is really a lot of fun for certain people, not me. I probably, I think I haven't gotten Keyforge yet, but I honestly think Keyforge would be, be more, my, more my style because it's a pre-built deck, right? But the thing that I, I guess I couldn't get through to this person was that it's okay to love what you love. If you love Magic the Gathering, then by all means, love Magic the Gathering to its fullest. You know, take that thing all the way as far as you can go with your Magic the Gathering cards. But at the same time, yes, it's good to try and convince someone that they should try something out. But if someone doesn't want to do it, then, you know, back off. If someone doesn't want to try something or do something or eat something that you're trying to provide to them or drink something or do something that you want them to do, don't push it. Just back up and, and, and say it's okay that we have some differences there. Likewise, don't crap all over somebody because they don't like what you like. And likewise, if you don't like something that someone else loves, don't berate them. Don't chase them down. Don't belittle them. Don't make them feel less of a person because they like something. I actually had to have a conversation with someone who would be considered my peer who constantly would put down a something that I enjoyed. And I was like, you know, that's, it's really getting tired. This is really not nice. Oh, well, I didn't think. Yeah, you didn't think. So, it's okay to like what you like. It's okay to not like something that someone else likes. But it's not okay to belittle and put down and shame and try to chase off people of a fandom who don't agree with you, who don't have the same views as you, or who are not interested in the things that you are interested in. I don't know how many times this week I've had to have this conversation. And the main reason why I keep having to have this conversation is because of that thing that keeps going on 
every week and saying, oh, this week it's all about this. No, no, this week we're really about this. No, no, this week we're really about this. No, what you're really about is, is gatekeeping. What you're really about is chasing people away. If you say the industry is in trouble, maybe you're right, but the, the answer isn't let's all huddle up into a small, tiny group and try to defend ourselves from the rest of the world. The answer is let's open our doors and try to get as many people in here. But if they don't want to come, they don't have to. But don't block people. Don't try to keep them out. Ugh. Ugh. How you doing? This has been a weird week for me. I, I gotta say, it's been a super weird, weird, weird week. Marshall says, I used to love Magic, haven't played it in years. It's not the same problem with Warhammer. The hardest part is saving up to buy the models or the cards. Uh, Will, Will Young says, I'm wondering if Keyforge will work for those who want a more economical buy-in. I sure hope so. Although, here's... Here's where uh, Fantasy Flight Games and the creator, the same guy that created Magic the Gathering, this is where they benefit. Because if that deck doesn't work for you, you go out and buy a new deck. So I think they're hoping that people will have a bunch of decks that they just love. And if the deck isn't working for them, I'm hoping the resale market is really good. Because if you have a deck that doesn't work for you, maybe it'll work for someone else and you have a secondary market for that. Um... Brad says, I already pre-ordered a pile of Keyforge decks. I can't remember if I had pre-ordered or not. <laughs> Brad says, if Steven doesn't love it as much as I do, then we're through. That's so nice to have Brad in the chat today. Uh, interestingly, Brad and I went on a 5K uh, walk run back at the July 4th holiday. Uh, I beat him, by the way. Uh, by many minutes, many, many minutes. But I, uh, but I got home from that 5K walk, and, and I said, oh, yeah, you know, I did the 5K walk. I did it in this time, which was much better than I thought. I've talked about it on the show before. And my oldest is like, how much is a 5K? And I was like, well, it's about three miles. And he's like, oh, well, we do 5Ks in our er, uh, conditioning. We run a, several miles in our conditioning. I bet I can enter a 5K, and I bet I can beat you. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure you can beat me. He goes, I'm going to try to enter the next 5K. And uh, see if uh, see if I can if I can finish in the in the top top three of my age group. And I'm like, well, that's great. Let's wait until the next 5K comes along. Then Brad has to throw fuel on the fire once again and send me the uh, the September 5K that's coming up here in town. And sure enough, me, the boy, the wife, the sidekick are all entering. So challenge to you, Doctor Brad Will. You best enter that 5K as well, because uh, we gotta <laughs> we gotta block out the boy and keep him from beating us. <laughs> a lot of people are popping into the uh, into the Twitter this week. I've been talking about my air conditioning rows. Oh, by the way, seven eight five seven two seven one nine three nine seven eight five. Seven two seven one nine three nine or Stephen underscore Schleicher on Skype if you would like to call in about anything that's on your mind this week. Uh, but uh, people have been asking about my air conditioner. Uh, I think I think I got karma figured out. I think I have karma figured out. I I tried to do something that was very bad. I mean, it wasn't something that I physically did. It was a mental act, right? But even mental acts, when you're like, oh, I hope this thing gets, you know, this uh, thing gets canceled. 
I, I think that puts out negative energy in the universe, and the universe kind of responded back to me. We've been having problems with our air conditioner for about a year or so. It gets hot in western Kansas, so people are like, eh, hey, first world problems. Yeah, this is a first world problem, because it's not uncommon to have super hot temperatures in western Kansas in the summertime. Um, this summer, though, has been relatively cool. Until, you know, the right towards the end of July, things started to heat up a little bit more. And I noticed our air conditioner would be running like all day. And it was like, didn't feel like the house was cooling down at all. You can actually hear the air conditioner running in the background. But uh, I called the, called the guy to come out and take a look at it. And he was like, oh, yeah, your pressure is really low on your, um, whatever your gas is, that good old R22. Let me, let me fill that up. It shouldn't, you know, if you guys had the service at the beginning of the summer, which we do. It shouldn't be this low. Do you mind if I check for a leak? Sure enough, he found a leak in the coil, which is the big main part that cools things down. And I was like, okay. Uh, talked it over with the wife. We decided to get a whole new air conditioner. The time that the guy came out, it was like 60 degrees that day. And he filled it up and he's like, oh yeah, this is still a slow leak, but uh, if you're going to replace the entire air conditioner, you should have enough stuff that this should be working well until we come and replace it. And then I put some bad energy out into the universe, and the universe responded by saying, ah, ha, 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 bad you, and um, decided to uh, have all of the, the gas uh, leak out to the point where literally I woke up on a Saturday morning and I was like, the air conditioner was running all night last night. I don't think it's going to cool down. Sure enough, hot air's blowing out. We might as well just turn this thing off since it's not going to do anything. And the universe said, you know, I'll give you, you wanted some weather? I'll give you some weather. How about the three hottest days of the summer in a row? Ugh, not fun. So we had to cancel some Munchkinland stuff. Because of, uh, because of that, we had to cancel a, a top five recording because it was just too hot, even down here in the... Uh, in the uh, lower floor of the Major Spoilers HQ is just too darn hot. And, you know, they ordered the air conditioner. Didn't come in until Tuesday. They couldn't work on it till Wednesday. So all weekend long, just suffering. It's, that's on me. That's on me. It's, that's my bad karma. Wednesday comes. They fix the air conditioner and the house is cool again. Except the last couple of days, since the air conditioner has been in place, it's been relatively cool. I mean, Wednesday, it was all of 70 degrees. Uh, Thursday, it was, what, 90? Uh, today, it's over 100, but... Ah, bad, 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 bad karma. What's going on with you? Brad says he knows he's already beat for this upcoming uh, 5K. A lot of people talking about Warhammer in the chat. What, what is going on with you? What's on your mind? 785-727-1939. I intentionally didn't come up with a lot of topics today because of... Uh, maybe we should just call this the bad karma episode. Because I've got another thing that's bad karma. And it's about my youngest, the sidekick. He's, what, six, seven? I forget, to be honest, <laughs> off the top of my head. He's in that range. He's in uh, second grade. Oh, we got a phone call. We'll get back to that story in just one moment. Let's go to the phone lines. Hi, who's this? Hi, it's Yarmo. Hey, Yarmo, what's going on? Nothing much. I'm fine, but 
Yeah, it seems like it's been a very hot summer in pretty much everywhere. Yeah, in Europe, it's been a scorcher. Yes. <laughs> Actually, I think it was the hottest summer in Finland since, since they started actually measured it like in like <laughs> like 1907 or, or wow. something like that like that yeah no i've i've been there there have been summers where it's literally 114 degrees outside this summer not so much but everyone else is boiling up so how did you survive i i guess i had time to get used to it because i was just before the Hottest time started in here. I was actually two weeks in Japan. Ah, okay. <laughs> and and it was very hot in there. Yeah. I I'm I'm not sure about how hot this was in 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 your measurements, but it was like thirty three to thirty seven Celsius. So that's what double that plus uh, half that. So that's uh, ninety something ninety uh, degrees uh, Fahrenheit. Ninety five or or yeah. something like that, and. And the humidity was was like in jungle. Yeah. Yeah, the humidity is what kills you. Most of the time we have very uh, hot, dry summers, but this summer, lots of humidity, lots of uh, wet weather. It remained relatively cool. So, well, hopefully it's it's cooling down for you, but uh, until it does, what else, is, what else is on your mind this week besides, you know, hot weather? <laughs> yes. Uh, speaking of Japan, I just started thinking about that one... Uh, dueling review it's old like three or four weeks ago when you spoke about the street fighter special special thing when you mm -hmm. started thinking about but who pays about those pinup pictures and and stuff like right. that anymore right. yeah i can tell you who who pays about them who does japanese yeah oh i'm sure Yes, you you need to go to Akihabara in Tokyo. I, I oh want my, to go there. Oh, I oh my, oh my go God. There. Yeah, yeah, I went, went there and it's not like hundreds or, or thousands of those posters. It's like tens of thousands of those posters. Mm -hmm. yep. and, and, pe and people pay them like a good 20 to 40 bucks a piece. Oh, yeah, that's where the, all the uh, otakus are at is in uh, Akihabara. Yeah, yes. Yes, I, I want to go. Believe me, one of these days, I want to go to Japan. I wish I had the time and the money to yes, go because, holy cow, that would be like nerd mecca right there for video games, anime, all that manga. Oh. Yes, it, yes it, it was very interesting. It, this was my first time outside Europe, and I went to Japan because I always wanted to. Mm -hmm. I'm a big video game and arcade game fan, too, so that was the main attraction. So, so it's, it's, it was very fun. Yeah, did you have fun? Yeah, yeah. Japan's awesome. You have yeah. everything there. And and it's very nice and safe too. Like you can walk alone in in the middle of the night anywhere and you'd feel perfectly fine. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm it's real something, fascinating cuz yeah, go ahead. Something I wouldn't do, let's say a similar size city like in New York, maybe. Mhm. Mm mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I totally dig it. I was, uh, I think after I watched that Cyberpunk 2077 um, gameplay trailer that they had this week, and it got me thinking a lot about Cyberpunk and how Cyberpunk was this extension 
of the fear that Japan or the Asian culture was going to, you know, buy up everything. Oh, oh uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so that, you know, and then there would be this great big rift and we kind of see this a little bit and I, I'm trying to figure out how you would talk about modern cyberpunk without those without those influences i mean we still see this the separation of the very rich and the very poor and the rise of slums and and, and those kinds of things yes um, and, and it's it was very very relevant in in the old cyberpunk too like the, yes. in the early 80s right, and, right and it's and it's always been very influenced by by japanese culture mm -hmm, like street mm -hmm. samurai and all the store yep, yep. fighting and, and stuff like that but uh, someone had mentioned while I was reading through, I don't know, a Reddit, a Reddit page or something on uh, how do you make cyberpunk not just a throwback to, you know, the 80s version of the future? How could you make cyberpunk today and would it still have the Asian influences? And a lot of people were like, you know, Japan, which was the focus of cyberpunk, uh, has really changed. There's not as much crime as there was in the 80s. Japan is, is become comfortable. Japan has come, become a lot more safe. So when you come uh, on today and you're talking about how safe and comfortable it made you feel when you were there, yeah, I can totally see. I can totally see that and totally believe that. Yes, I, I think only only like the influence you can draw from modern day Japan is perhaps the Yakuza, the organized mm. crime, mm -hmm. which, which doesn't really affect anything at all with the average guy. Right. Yeah. So I'm just, man. You know, I, I want to go to Japan someday. I have to talk my wife into it. I think first we're going to go to Thailand, but then we'll go. Uh, then we'll go to Japan. Yes, Asia, Asia in in general is is really nice. Mm -hmm. Yep. I just don't want to go to Thailand because of that humidity. Man, I I, I can sweat just <laughs> you, you uh, can, you can't standing escape. up and talking for an hour. But but at least in Japan it's very nice because everything. Got like the very good air conditioner. Every yeah, train, every car, every department store, everything. Yeah, it's uh, it's something I I definitely definitely need right now. Unless, I, of course, I do more five K. So uh, then then maybe I won't be uh, have that problem. So anything else on your mind today? Not really. I just started thinking about that, like those posters and and which are really expensive in my yeah my opinion and and there were like tens of thousands of them and people yeah, yeah, like yeah. buying buying them there were whole department store sections full of those things yeah and the the hanging poster the the cloth poster things yes the cloth and and the paper and and mm -hmm. everything like it it was insane yeah man can't wait to go there all right Jarmo, thanks so much for giving us a call this week you yeah, have thanks. a wonderful weekend you too bye Ah, it's always good to hear from Jarmo. Yarmo. I'm sorry, I always mispronounce his name. Uh, that's just the way I am, I guess. Anyway, you want to hear another story of bad karma? Real quick. This involves the sidekick. He's super embarrassed about it. If he ever finds out I'm talking about this to a large crowd, he will just, like, die. Uh, he and his brother, the boy, like to drink... Like to drink, I don't know, some weird fruit juice drink thing. Doesn't matter the name. My wife had bought two, one for each of them. The sidekick drank one, and the boy had forgotten about his, left it in the refrigerator. And so last night we came home, and before the boy went to soccer practice, the sidekick was like, yeah, I'll go ahead and eat dinner now. Uh, there's only a couple pieces of pizza left. Uh, I'll eat those. 
And I'm like, okay, uh, you realize you might want to save uh, one or two for your brother. He's like, no, I'm hungry. I'm going to eat these. First strike, right? Second strike was he goes uh, just before he sits down to eat with his iPad, which is a growing problem. He's like, oh, I'm just going to get something for, to drink out of the refrigerator. And he takes the second juice. And the boy's like, no, that one's mine. He's like, no, it's not. And the, and the boy was like, there were two drinks in there. And he goes, yeah, this one's mine. He's like, what happened to the other one? He goes, I drank it, and I'm drinking this one too. So he cracks the lid on it. The boy, the, I'm sorry, the sidekick loves sriracha sauce on his pizza. Loves, I mean, he'll eat sriracha on everything. His favorite snack right now, saltine crackers and sriracha. <sighs> I wish I had the strong stomach that I once used to, too. But, uh, of course, he's watching his iPad, he's eating his pizza, and he's got the sriracha sauce, and he's got an open bottle of this juice, which also happens to be red, sitting right next to him. I'm standing at the uh, kitchen island, just kind of, you know, looking out the window, watching him. He reaches, he picks up the bottle of juice, and turns it completely upside down, and the look on his face when he realizes what's going on. I see it happening. I'm just kind of watching and waiting for him to flip it back up the other way. He's holding it. He looks at it. He looks at me. He looks back at what's going on. And then just starts bursting into tears because he's all freaked out. I, I felt really, really bad for him. And I didn't laugh at the time. But the drink went all over his pizza that he was trying to be greedy and eat. Also, he no longer had juice because he, uh, he essentially stole it from his brother. And uh, he had a really bad time. It was really funny watching it. Uh, and hopefully in hindsight, he will realize how funny it was too, because he just kind of held it there and watched it all pour out onto his plate, onto the table, all over to the pizza. I'm hoping though he learned a valuable lesson. I'm sorry, I, I can't help but laughing. It, is, it was so funny. And it was just a perfect example of karma in action. Again, twice this week, I've got to experience the results of you and your bad actions, and the consequences that goes on. So, yeah. Here's something I want you to think about. If you're in the United States, you've got a three-day weekend, Labor Day, hooray. Hopefully you're out doing something awesome. I know um, uh, Bill Schweiger is out watching the Avengers in uh, IMAX with his daughter this week, so he's not watching. Hopefully he's uh, listening later on. That sounds like some good karma stuff right there. On the plus side, to uh, kind of make up for everything, my wife and the sidekick, while I was taking my son to soccer practice last night, uh, they went and got more drinks so everybody could have it. And the boy was like, you know what, I kind of feel bad too that, you know, you ruined your pizza and there was one slice left. You can have my last slice of pizza and I'll get something when I come home, a sandwich or something. So that was nice, right? Something nice. So think about your actions this weekend. Think about the things that that you're doing, think about the consequences of uh, bad karma. And bad karma, man, karma will come back around and smack you in the head. The universe has a way of setting things in balance and making sure everything works out. Still funny as heck, though. In both cases, even my case, where I'm like, ah, I hope this uh, event gets rained out. And then it did rain. The event was not canceled, but it had to be moved. And then uh, the universe said, hey, no air conditioning for you. I'm going to make it super hot for the next couple of days. And then as soon as you do get air conditioning, conditioning, it's going to cool off. 
I learned my lesson. I'm going to try to be better. I'm going to try to be a nicer person. But I think that's where we're going to end it this week. Thank you, everybody, for checking out Finally Friday. Remember, we're only a half-hour show now. Uh, we start a half-hour later, 4 o'clock p.m. Central Time. So set your clocks accordingly. And uh, be here so that we can uh, sit down and chat and we can have a good time. Uh, but I do have to get out of here to go get that sidekick. See how his day went today. Hopefully it was a little better. Hopefully your day gets a little better. We'll be back next week, I do believe. So that we can uh, talk about all the cool things going on in the world. But remember, until then, don't feel bad if you like something somebody hates. Embrace it. Love it. Enjoy it. And we'll talk with you real soon. <laughs>